baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hi, this is Basketball Hall of Famer and assistant coach of the Sacramento Kings, Nancy Lieberman, and I'm thrilled to be on the Jake Brown Show. And welcome to the Jake Brown Show, CBS Radio's Play.it, iTunes, and Spotify, Jake Brown Radio, Jake Brown Show on social media networks. We got Brooklyn, mostly Queens, on the line right now. You know, I'm from Queens, and the lady on the line with us now is from Queens, who we talked to on my past show, Brian and Scoop. It is a Basketball Hall of Famer and Kings assistant coach and the mother of TJ Klein, NBA prospect. It's Nancy Lieberman on the show. Nancy, thanks for coming on. How you doing? It, it's my pleasure. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty well. It's a little toasty here in New York, about 90, 95 degrees now. It's approaching uh, that West Coast weather here. Um, but the tan will be on the way, which is always good. Um, you had a big week for the Kings here. You guys get the fifth and the tenth pick, doubling up. Um, have to be thrilled with the lottery results, I'd imagine. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? I mean... Dave Yeager and Vlade and everybody, uh, we're going to get some really, really good players. And the cool part about it is that uh, we'll coach them up and we'll make them better players. So everybody's really very, very ecstatic about what's going on. Have you started taking a look um, at some of these prospects and who you guys might pick here? Uh, That's a Vlade deal. Uh, That's Vlade's job. What was it like here working with Dave Yeager? I mean, the transition, obviously, there was some turmoil with George Carl. Um, that ended, but it seemed like a, a seamless transition to Yeager, who is very well respected around the league. Uh, Dave Yeager is, and he should be, uh, respe- very well respected because he's has a little savant in him. He's just really good at what he does. Um, he's won everywhere he's ever been. And uh, he just makes everybody around better. And that's, you know, that's one of the gifts of, of Dave Yeager. How, I mean, you're a Hall of Famer, so it's hard for him to make you better. But was there something this season that no, he don't did? don't say that. No, 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 don't <laughs> say that. That's really, that's not fair. Um, I did what I did on the court uh, throughout my career. And I'm learning every, every day, every conversation. You know, I talked to Dave the other day. I talked to Wade. And uh, there's everybody that I've ever been around in the NBA are guys that I can learn from. And that's how you have to approach it. What was your initial reaction to the DeMarcus Cousins trade? I do what I'm supposed to do. And I stay out of that area um, of the business. That's, you know, that's, that's not my area of expertise. You know, you coach the players that are put in front of you. But the pieces that were brought in, what do you think of them so far? Like a, like a Buddy Heel, the young prospect. He's unbelievable, isn't he? I mm-hmm. mean, uh, a lot of people loved him. I mean, if you could put the ball in the basket in this league, and he's proven that. Uh, you know, we have Isaiah Cousins, who was in the D League most of last year. And he's the guy who was delivering the ball to Buddy throughout, you know, his time at Oklahoma. So, 
you you have someone who's a, a proven professional shooter. You know, now that Rudy Gay is gone, you know, that opens up some areas for these young kids to develop. That's why summer league's going to be so important to them. Nancy Lieberman on the Jake Brown Show. Follow her on Twitter at Nancy Lieberman and check out her website, nancyliebermancharities.org. Now, will you be having your summer basketball camp coming up here? Uh, in, yeah, after summer league, uh, I'll have a, a week in June and a week in July. Excuse me, a week in July and a week in August. So that'll be my 37th year of um, my basketball camp. So, you know, you got to remember, we, we had, when I was doing basketball camps, even after Old Dominion, Alonzo Mourning was a camper. Hmm. Uh, Al Horford was a camper. I mean, we go back a long time, and a lot of kids, boys and girls, have come through these camps. So it, it's been a privilege to, to teach the game. Yeah, man, when you can casually drop a, a guy in the Eastern Conference Finals and a Hall of Famer's name in there, um, it's never a bad look uh, at all. So those camps coming up, make sure you check them out and uh, learn from the best. And it's interesting because you, at, at first your mother did not truly support you playing, and what I read is that she used to puncture the balls that you would dribble around the house. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it, obviously that's a long time ago, but... Uh, you know, when you were a, a mother in the 60s, 70s, your daughter playing basketball in, in the streets, in Harlem, in the parks, you know, with black kids, you know, people are going to go, what are you doing? What's wrong mm -hmm. with your daughter? And, you know, it, it took my mom to see the change in me and, and the confidence and the self-esteem that all that built for me. And you know what? I was teaching my mom not to be racist and not to, to profile people. That was one of the most important moments of my life and, and, quite frankly, my mother's life. And we've come a long way since then. I mean, she just loves the fact that I have played this game and, and the people and friends that I've made through, the, you know, through doing that. Yeah, now you are the mother of a player yourself and T.J. Klein of the Richmond Spiders, and here's a kid who got progressively better over his career, going from 8 to over 18 points a game. Um, he could shoot the rock. He could shoot the three. Can you give us a little scouting report of your son here going to the draft? Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, I think with all the young players, it's hard, you know, for some of the juniors and seniors uh, to, to get a true opportunity to maybe get drafted. But um, certainly with, you know, people – who are going to be at Summer League, and he'll have his pro day in L.A. on uh, June, I think it's June 1st. You know, I mean, guys like TJ have to show that, you know, this is what they can do, that they're ready for the moment. Um, what TJ has proven since high school is that at whatever that next level has been, he has so over-exceeded the expectation uh, you know, even going to, to high school where he had never made varsity, and then his senior year, he he starts for Plano West, which is 5A, but he he is the, the 5A Offensive Player of the Year in the state of Texas, and he beats out Marcus Smart. Hmm. Um, then he goes, you know, to uh, Niagara, and he only had two offers, the Air Force Academy in Niagara, and he ends up being runner-up for MAC Rookie of the Year. They win the MAC. And then when he transfers, when Coach Mihalik left, you know, I mean, what happened at Richmond is absolutely unbelievable. 
because, you know, last year, and I'm not saying this translates into an NBA contract, Mm -hmm. but I'm saying the things that he was supposed to do, he handled his business. You know, you you guys probably saw it during the um, uh, NIT. In the last 25 years, there's been two players uh, that averaged in a season collegiately over 18 points, over eight rebounds, and over six assists. And that was Evan Turner and Penny Hardaway, and now T.J. Klein. So he's done what he's supposed to do, and now, like anybody else, you know, if he gets an opportunity uh, to get picked up, maybe drafted or free agent or summer league, he now has to show these people that he's worthy of some sort of opportunity. And, um, you know, he has high IQ, and he's, a really good player, and we'll see if it translates to the NBA. And a scouting report from my guy Michael Gruen said, as a shooter, he's fantastic, and he has a perfect shot form and a good three-pointer. Um, so he, he's got big shoes to fill. But how, how instrumental were you um, to getting to play? And I imagine you taught him everything from day one. Well, I mean, I don't want to take credit for my son. I mean, he's had to work, but mm-hmm. you know, he knew. Uh, you know, he knows that his mom's involved in the game. And, you know, Tim and I, uh, we didn't want to force him to do what we did. All we wanted him to do is play sports so he was in a healthy environment and competing. You know, he played baseball. He played football. He did all those things. Um, And his junior year was the first time uh, in high school when he came to me and he says, Mom, will you train me? And I said, I would love to. But we, there's no fighting, there's no yelling, there's no cursing. Training somebody means you're pushing them to a level that they're not comfortable in. And as long as we could do that, it helped. And then really last year, uh, he asked the same thing. And um, he spent the off season uh, pretty much with myself. He came to Sacramento. He was training like an NBA player. And we wanted him to see what that next level was. And it obviously his hard work translated into his amazing uh, senior year at Richmond. Nancy Lieberman on the Jake Brown Show. Looking forward to where he goes. And um, speaking of guys who are going to get drafted and being a parent of a college pro- NBA prospect, obviously, unfortunately, I have to mention it, but LeVar Ball, this guy has been in the news nonstop. Uh, do you have any opinion? Who's, who's that? Who's that guy? <laughs> you know, <laughs> just some guy who goes viral almost every day for something new. I mean, how as a parent to a player uh, would you say he's kind of handled everything here? Uh, well, I mean, everybody will have their own opinion. I don't know uh, LeVar, but he's either uh, a genius or – you know, a pain in the behind, but you know, you didn't know who he was in January. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who he was in January, but you know, he's gotten more free advertising uh, and put the focus on his kiddo. And you know, his three kids are pretty talented and I, you know, it's hard for me to pass judgment on anybody that I don't know, but you know, as far as I know, he's a good daddy and that's all I know. Uh, how he chooses to promote uh, again that, that I don't think I can really say much about it. I've seen tennis parents, I've seen basketball parents, I've seen golf parents, I've seen you know everybody has their own way of dealing with their their kids and you know telling the world or not telling the world how how great their kids are. 
but I can't imagine, Nancy, you've seen anything to this extent where, I mean, it's it's been the LeVar, it's, it's become LeVar's son is getting drafted, not Lonzo. Well, I think Lonzo will clear that up once he gets on the court. He's really good. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be, you know, the first or second pick. Uh, if, if it's the second pick, he'll end up in L.A. But I, I'm here to tell you, the, the pre-hype is one thing. But once Lonzo gets in the NBA and starts doing what he does, I mean, he's going to be a star of stars. And it won't be about his father anymore. Amen. And it won't be about the shoe deal. It'll be about, <laughs> man, this kid is turning our organization around. And he'll get... He'll get the, the love, appreciation, and the hype that he will deserve. He just has to do his job. And I, I, I'm going to just take a wild guess that you will not be purchasing the $400 pair of sneakers. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. You know, I hope it does well for them, but um, I can't see myself going down, you know, $495 for a pair of sneakers. Um I just can't see that happening. And, and when when Lonzo gets drafted in L.A., I mean, move over Kim Kardashian. The E, the E channel will be filled with a Levar, Levar Ball reality show. Uh, the ratings will probably be through the roof. You know that might happen because the Kardashians didn't just make this stuff up. They learned this from Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton. I mean, they were the first two that you know really nobody knew who they were except for their families, and they made reality. Uh, profitable. And so, you know, here the Kardashians, you know, took a, a page from that book and they took it to another level. And and now LeVar, I mean, uh, he's doing what he has to do. And um, again, I mean, obviously he, something's worked for him because a lot of people love him. I know he's very polarizing, but there's also a lot of people that are helping the hype. Yeah, and I mean, giving him interviews consistently is definitely doing that. But I mean, to me, I don't know if you saw Nancy, but yesterday he crossed the line with the disrespect he showed to Kristen Lee Lehigh of the herd on FS1. Um, I don't. Did you see that video? Or I, I didn't. No, no, no. What What did he do yesterday? Um, basically, he didn't look at uh, Christine. Does the show with uh, Colin Cowherd and. Yeah, I know who she is. Uh, she, he didn't look at her and basically said, my brand isn't for women. I don't care what you think about it. I'm not branding uh, towards women. It's big baller brand. I don't care if we sell to you. And showed complete I, – I would look it up. It was the. It was like the big sports news of the day yesterday. But literally showed a lack of respect to her and females in general with what he did that completely crossed the line. Well, I mean, that's that's ridiculous because all he's done is cut his profit margin in half. If he, you know, who who do you think buys the shoes for the kids? That's what that was her point. She said fifty percent or yeah. more of the market that people are buying are mothers and women. I buy all my, you know, virtually all my kids' shoes. I buy for him. You know, I mean, if if there's a Kobe or this or that, uh, yeah, or Kyrie shoe. I, I mean, I go buy them for TJ. I mean, if somebody's rude, and I didn't see the interview, but if uh, he was, you know, discriminatory towards women. Uh, we bite back. Most guys know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure, we know that. Um, yeah, I would check that out. It was it was unbelievable. Um, Nancy Lieberman here on the Jake Brown Show, the Basketball Hall of Famer. Uh, do, does a parent, I mean, from you coaching, does a parent affect drafting a kid, or is it all about the strict the talent of that kid? It's it's all about the talent. Mm-hmm. It's all about the talent. I have nothing to do with that other than to, you know, 
hope my kid gets an opportunity somewhere. I mean, to say I don't want that to happen would be, you know, crazy. I do want that to happen because he loves this game and he's working hard and training hard. You know, he signed with Octagon and he's, you know, training hard. And that's all I can say. You and your first couple of years as the assistant for the Kings, um, have have you had a battle, any adversity and, and any naysayers who um, – who don't think that female should? I'd think a female should be a head coach, assistant coach. Um, but is there adversity you've had a battle here? No, uh, no. I mean, I've been around for a long time. I'm mm-hmm. not the flavor of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think you know my resume of being around this game. You know, spans almost you know more than three decades. So I don't ever worry about stuff like that. I just you know I do my job to the best of my ability. I'm learning from the best. And I just want to be an asset uh, wherever I am. I want to be an asset. Now, I'm not sure if you heard a couple of months ago an interesting comment from, I don't think he's right with this, but Mike Francesa of New York said that a woman head coach would be nothing more than a publicity stunt. What would your reaction is, to that? Is, is, is Mike still on the air? Is he is. He, oh, he is? <laughs> he's done in um, December. He's he, retiring. Yeah. He, <laughs> People are entitled to say what they want to say. I mean, if that's what Mike feels, um, as I said before, he's entitled to say that. You know, some people will do anything to get their ratings back up. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's, you know, just trying to hype what he's doing. And I wish him the best. But, you know, I don't, I don't think, you know, people like myself worry about that. Uh, we just don't. We can't it's america you can say what you want yeah i, I agree and, and his comments directly for the quote was he said it would be impossible you want to thrust a woman in that kind of vacuum where she's gonna to have to deal with that kind of scrutiny how is she going to stand up to that how would you find a resume to stand up to that and i could argue that your resume stands up to that you're a freaking basketball hall of famer and doing your whole life well uh again um just because i'm a hall of famer doesn't uh say that i'm a great coach i have to do what i do i've coached you know, uh, 23 years um, at this game, whether, you know, it be a head coach in the WNBA or a head coach in the NBA D League, you know, uh, our teams have been successful because we treat people with respect. We work hard and, you know, we we just try and give, you know, people as many resources as we can uh, for them to be successful. That's, That's half of it. You're coaching not for you. You're coaching... Because you're a teacher, you mm. want to help other people achieve their goals. Yeah, and I, I, my hope is that you do become the first female head coach. You and Becky Hammond, obviously, doing a terrific job. What would that mean to you to be an NBA head coach? How special would that be? Uh, you know what? I, honestly, I don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just being uh, honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just don't think about stuff like that. That's what you guys think about I don't your lady magic what about ma- the man magic can he bring the Lakers back here do you, do you like that move for magic to run the show I do I do um, you know I've known Irvin for many 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 years and he's incredible and if anybody can do it it's uh, it's Irvin he's just that kind of guy he's he's ridiculous He's a savvy businessman, and um, whatever he does, I'm, I'm proud of him. 
can you still ball today? Can, do you still go up against these these players? Oh, I, I, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm not going to play a 40 minute uh, game, but I can. <laughs> I mean, I'm at my my camps. I'm I'm on the floor. I, I, yeah, I play against you know my son. Not you know we're not trying to kill each other. <laughs> But yeah, of course. Do you, I hope I can stay in shape and do that, you know, for a long time to come. Do you ever play a game like a horse against like a Rudy Gay or something? Uh, no. Rondo and I uh, had foul shooting contests um, quite a bit. Um, you know, I was on the floor with our guys. I, I got some, you know, fun pictures of Rudy and I, you know, in one of those little shell drills. But you're not out there to do that. You're out there to help the players mm-hmm. well i want to know if you beat rondo in a free throw shooting contest <laughs> well it, uh, the answer is yes but it's not about that you make it competitive you have fun South shooting is not about you know gender it's just about technique mechanics mm-hmm. nancy lieberman basketball hall of famer hey good luck in the draft good luck with your camps um it was Thank great you. great talking to you again and appreciate you coming on the show My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Take care, Nancy.